Hello, everyone. We're here for another episode of the Best and Worst series. We're here to talk about the uh, don't miss things at Epcot. So we have a list of top five things or top worst things. Um, I'm here with Oliver Green. Hello, everyone. I am here. Um, yeah, so our top things. This was a hard list to come up with. Yeah, what did you think? it's surprisingly like, hard because I've actually written a lot of articles about how I think Epcot needs to be improved. But now I kind of feel stupid because my top five the worst things was hard to come up with. So. It's yeah, I've I've done this with um, with Pete, and it was much easier to do it for uh, for Magic Kingdom than it was for um, for Epcot. Epcot's okay. a really really hard Magic one to Kingdom do. There's so. just a lot more. Yeah, that's yeah. true. There is a lot, more, a lot to, more stuff to pick from. So, are we starting off today with our best or our worst of Let's, Epcot? We're doing worst, right? We're gonna we're gonna start off with worst. Yep. <sighs> oh, okay then. I'm I'm gonna have to think of my. my you want me to do number quickly. my number five first? Yeah. Let's start with with you with your number five, and then uh, then we'll move on to to me. I've... Okay. So for my number five, you're gonna totally disagree because I know <sighs> you love this. Is American Adventure? I. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. yeah. I. Well, it comes from a place that I love Hall of Presidents. I think yeah. Hall of Presidents is my favorite show. As a political science major, I love Hall of Presidents. But I don't, like, get the goosebumps when I watch. I actually just watched it, like, two days ago. Uh, I was in Epcot. And I don't get that, like, ooh, like, I feel so patriotic after watching this. So I'll probably get some hate for saying that, and people will call me, like, a communist or something. But I... <laughs> I, I mean, Call I, me Steve. <laughs> it comes from a place that I just think Hall of Presidents is so much better. Uh, um, okay, with I get that point, but for that reason, like I, I do feel very patriotic when I'm in there, which you know is surprising for someone that didn't grow up here. But that's why I love it. I love it so much because it is. It's like, you know, it's it's so patriotic. Do you it know what really I think, is? Do you know what I think it might be? Is the American Adventure is more about what America represents. That's true, yeah. And uh, I feel like Hall of Presidents is, like, more of who we are and, like, how the presidents represent who we are. And I just get that, like, especially that, that part where they say, like, presidents say what we're thinking or whatever in Hall of Presidents. And then it goes through the montage of all the hard mm. times that we've gone through. Like, I'm like, oh, I just, like, get, like, the <laughs> patriotic goosebumps. But yeah. this one just doesn't do it for me. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. I can see that. I can. I I agree with you. And that's the nice thing about these. They're personal opinions. Yeah, so yeah. There's going to be so many people out there that disagree with us. Right. Neither um, of us are wrong if we disagree. It's yeah, just our opinion. Exactly. So let's see what I've got at number five. Um, this is again. This is to be missed, and there's a good reason behind it. This I've wrote Mission Space. Mm. Um. Now the reason I've put Mission Space down is because even though I do enjoy this attraction. This makes me feel ill, and yeah. I I know there is the uh, you know there's the other experience where you can do the less intense experience, which I've honestly never done because mm -hmm. you know I do enjoy the more intense experience, but I feel like my threshold for thrills and my tolerance for that is quite high. Yeah. So if I'm going on it and afterwards I'm getting off, I'm like, ooh, I feel a bit giddy. Feel, yeah. Like I wonder what other people are like. Right. This is you know it's I, not good. <laughs> I also just think like for like the the cost of maybe feeling ill it's not that good of an attraction like yeah i think when i go on the hulk in universal like yeah. that sometimes can make me feel like whoa a little dizzy but it's so fun that i'm like oh i'll still do it anyways where yeah. i don't feel like mission space is that amazing of an attraction that is worth getting sick on yeah it's not worth putting your body through that just to get that you know that small thrill because it's you know i've got i've had personal experience with my own family members that have um 
gone on there, come off, and it took. It was my mum. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it took her like a good two hours to recover yeah. before she could, you know, no, go remember, and do anything else. So I, it's it's very very intense. It yeah, definitely is. I mean, my brother had the same thing where he like got off and he just kind of had to like, hey guys, I need to sit down yeah. for a little bit. And so and that's yeah. it's why it made it onto this. So even though I enjoy it and I really do, I love going on there. Like you know, I've got other family members that are going with me that also enjoy it immensely. Sometimes it's just not worth ruining your whole day because you know, like I said, it even makes me feel sick. So. Yeah, exactly. I mean, God knows what it's doing to other people. <laughs> right, right. All right, so on to the next one? Yes. Okay, for me, I have Mouse Gear, uh, the Ooh. store. I just think it's like the quintessential like Disney junk store and the fact that it's like none of the cool merchandise. It's always like the 2016 Disney World shirt. It's never like the very... Yeah, I never find anything in there that I'm like, oh, this is cool. This is interesting. It's very, it's all the very generic Disney merchandise that I'm always so sick of because of living here. We see all that stuff all the time, and it's like I can see if you come here for a once in a lifetime visit, how some of that merchandise might be good for you. Yeah. But the more you come, the more you realize like what the good and bad merchandise is here. Yeah, that makes sense. Like I. It is very generic. It's very, very samey, the merchandise that they've got there. So it's it, there's nothing in there that excites me whenever I walk in. Yeah, it's, exactly. It is literally just so like, oh, seen that, seen that, seen that. So, yeah. And it's, it's, it's even... A lot of- it's a lot of the Disney stuff that's been here for like five years, it feels like. Yeah, it's, it's even more sad at the top, you know, times of year the time of year like it, like now when we've got the food and wine on because they do make you know specific food and wine merchandise but you can't find it in there it feels very um segregated like the food and wine yeah. stuff has to be got in those like small booths around mm-hmm. world showcase and it's just sad to see that so yeah it doesn't seem like they it seems stale like they don't really rotate stuff in and out of there very much but yeah yeah so. number four for me i have got um ellen's energy adventure Ooh. so I hadn't been on this attraction for the longest time. And then um, Craig and I did a vlog a few weeks ago and he made me go on it. And it's not that it's bad. The attraction isn't unenjoyable. Oh, you actually think it's bad? You think it's just... Well, I won't go too much into it because I have to save some stuff. Okay, okay. (laughs) But here's my, like, I see, I enjoyed it. When I went on it, I really did enjoy riding the attraction. Mm -hmm. It's so time consuming yeah like you give that's, up so much of your time and it's not worth because you know the, you know the old saying is time is money and on vacation like you, the time you spend is you've got to choose how you spend that time this attraction is like a vacuum for time like yeah you are just really putting so much into it and what you're getting out of it just it's not worth you're it. investing 45 minutes into an yes. attraction that's really not that worth it and you could be you know epcot has you know soren and mm-hmm. some attractions that you know have longer lines right now that if Soren's wait is 60 minutes, I'd rather wait in line for Soren, you know, in the span of a day at Epcot and not yeah. feel like I'm wasting my time because I know I'm eventually going to be riding one of the best attractions there. Yeah. Then actually riding the energy event or universe of energy. Yeah. It's, yeah. I get what you're saying completely. It's just, it's, it's just not, not worth, worth the it. Time. It's just not worth it at all. Yeah. Should we move on to yes. the next one? What is All right, your number, number three for me. I three. have this circle of life, an environmental fable. I don't know. If, have you ever seen it? Never done it. Never, it, ever done well, it. Well, I would say it's one of those ones where it's just not worth doing. Yeah. Like, it, I, you know, try everything. Uh, but What is it exactly? It's a movie 
Okay. It's a movie, like, you know, you go down in a theater. I'm trying to think of something it's comparable to, but, yeah, it's just, like, almost like a movie theater. And you mm-hmm. go in, and it's a uh, a movie about, with uh, the Lion King characters telling you about what being environmentally friendly is. And it's it's nice and cute in the sense that they're teaching you about, you know, protecting the environment. But it's just done very poorly. Yeah, that sounds like just, and again, correct me if I'm wrong, so I've never been on the attraction, but like with all, theme parks now are built to stimulate children and adults. Mm-hmm. And if you're trying to communicate a message, a message as important as that, I feel like they need a better way to do it rather than just yeah. a theater and a movie. So, Well, I think Walt Disney had like a quote about like, you entertain them and then hope that they can be educated. Mm-hmm. Rather, don't educate them and hope that they're entertained. Yeah. And, and you feel I like this. It's fine that they're sending a message. I think a good example of is living with the land. Yeah. The, the boat ride. I enjoy it. That's not on my list for best or anything, but yeah. that is an attraction that is fun. And you do learn a little bit of like stuff about uh, plants and all that kind of stuff. So yeah. I think that there's a way to do it without boring people. And living or the Circle of Life movie just doesn't do that. Yeah, I think I'm, oh, I'm gonna have to go and check it out now. Yeah, you've you got me interested because I I get what you're saying. Live it. I love living with the land as well. It's not made it onto any. You know, it's nothing to write home about, but it's still not a terrible attraction that does a really good job of communicating that education piece to you without boring you. Yeah, yeah. So exactly. I want. Ooh, I might have yeah, to go yeah. over and see, see what it's all about. All right, um, so what's your number three? Number three. This one might come as okay. Again, I'm going to infuriate some people. Maybe I don't know. And just to reiterate, these are our own opinions. Like yeah. this isn't I'm, what I'm saying doesn't have to be what you believe. Like it's it's my opinion. Your opinion is yours. My number three is any of the stores for personal reasons in the English Pavilion, the United Kingdom oh. Pavilion. And here's why: as you may know, I grew up in England, in the United Kingdom. Therefore, I've got a pretty good idea of what the stores are like there and the products that they sell. Even though the stores here do reflect the inside facade very well. Facade, that's an outside, but the inside theming very well. It's very accurate of what a store would be like. And the products that they sell are, again, very accurate. I sound like an old lady now, but the prices are extortionate. I was like, literally, the markup that they've got on this stuff, which I know, it's Disney, it's imported. I get that before you start telling me. I get that. But it kills me a little bit inside to pay for like, I don't know, a Jaffa cake or a Terry's chocolate orange at five times the amount I was paying yeah, for right, it in the right, UK. Right. And it's just, it's upsetting. Like, this it's... is not the authentic experience because of how exactly. much money I'm paying yep. for it. And I get that because I go to, you know, I go to the other um, stores in the other world pavilions and it's like, I'll look at the stuff and I'll be like, oh yeah, it's pricey, but you know, I can't just get that anywhere. Yeah, yeah. For the longest time, I could get that. And now yeah. when I have to like hand over like five times as much, it just kills me inside. So for that reason, and that reason alone, so don't get angry, <laughs> that is why I have put um, any of the shops in the English Pavilion at my number three on right. the do, list. Do you know what I have to say, though? I love Lion Bars. and that Those stores taught me what a Lion Bar yeah. is. Yeah, Lion Bars good. are good. Yeah. It is, and th- this is what I mean. Like For you, it's awesome. Like As someone yeah. that may not have had the opportunity to have them like as often as I did as a child, it's right. a great experience for you to try that. And you probably don't mind paying that huge markup, but... I don't need to experience any more English food. I've had my quota. Here's what it is. I think I'm kind of just wrapping my head around it. For someone that's from the UK, that's not really a special experience because you've done it before. But for someone from America or visiting from another country not from the UK, it's like, oh, this is an experience. Like, like, so when I bought that Lion Bar, 
you know, it's way more than like a Hershey's bar or Snickers or whatever. Yeah. But I'm like, oh, but this is an experience that I'm having. But for you, it's that would be like going in and seeing a Snickers bar for five dollars. Exactly, and it like, just kills me. And it's that? just to put, it's not like it's not just Disney. As you know, the, even though this is a Disney-based show, I will point out that Universal just down the road has Harry Potter, and they sell some English stuff in their lines there. Mm-hmm. Also, just as extortionate, like they mark it up about four or five times more than it should be. Right. And I, again, it's not a Disney problem. It's really just a theme park. Problem. It is, and it is theme park too, because even the local um, like sh- uh, shops down here, places like Publix, which is you know a grocery store, they have like. English sections. Even Target does. My local Target now has like a small English section oh, where I can cool. buy this stuff, and it's still half the price of what I would pay yeah. in Epcot. So that's why it just it just kills me just a little bit to just, try and get that fix that I probably don't need, <laughs> and pay so much for it. So right. that's why it's at number three. Very fair. All right. So my number two, I have the electric umbrella uh, in Future World. Ooh. I think it's it's really that it's not a horrible quick service restaurant i think there are actually a lot worse quick service restaurants on walt disney world but uh cosmic craze uh but (laughs) it's just one of those things where you're in epcot that has so many good food choices yes that there's no excuse to get a burger when you have the world showcase right next to you this is always my argument for anyone that wants to go into epcot and get a burger and fries unless you're the world's pickiest eater that is the worst decision you've made that day because you're surrounded by all these experiences you don't get you know to try (laughs) i was gonna say fish and chips like that would kind of counteract my previous argument but (laughs) you don't get to try like you know british cuisine not australian german like french you know this is all stuff that's easily accessible to you and you're going and having Something you can get get at Magic Kingdom. Yeah, at McDonald's. It's so... It's it's so stupid. I just don't... It infuriates me. Right, you're you're there to pay for an experience. You're paying $100 for a one-day ticket. Let's just say that. Yeah. You're paying that much to then buy something you can buy outside the park. Yes. It just doesn't make sense to me. Like, I mean, right, unless you're a very picky eater or maybe, like, you have really specific allergies that you know maybe the electric umbrella will accommodate for or something. But even still, there's still a lot of options for those people. So yeah. I really just don't see why you would waste your time there. Yeah. No, I, I, I agree with you um, full-heartedly. What were we on? Number two? Number two. Yeah, number what's two. your number two? Okay. Oh, controversy again. This is going to annoy, like, is, is, there's going to be two groups of people here. The normal people that are going to be like, yeah, I get that. And then there's going to be the figment people. Oh. Figment is my number two. This, it's, oh, not for me. It's just not, not for me. Yeah, <laughs> not I almost, but that was probably would have been my number six on the, my list. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just, it's sad, I think, because of what the attraction used to be. Yes. So, I'll let you continue. It's I, I mean, I actually didn't know the attraction for what it used to be, but I hear people speak very positively about it from what it became. And just I only know it from what it is now. Mm-hmm. And what it is now disappoints me in ways I can't even put into words. It's yeah. just... it. See, this is what I get. As someone that, um, you know, visits the theme parks frequently, knows a decent amount about Disney, this character that they've created of Figment, which I, again, you'll know more than I will. But they created it. It was kind of like as the the icon was it for Epcot or for that attraction? Well, really, just for that attraction. And I think it's kind of he has become a uh, mascot for like food and wine. They'll have yeah. him for that kind of stuff. But I don't think he ever was intended to be like the the Epcot mascot. Yeah, like he's he's. I feel like they're pushing something that doesn't have staying power, if that makes sense. Like when I see you know Figment mm-hmm. on like the aprons for food and wine. 
the average person that comes to Epcot, that's just a purple dragon. They don't know what, what? that is. Yeah, and the attraction itself, to reflect it, is just terrible. So Figment as a character and the attraction kind of paired together is my number two. I just mm-hmm. don't like that they're pushing it so much. Figment should... Sorry, Kathy. Figment should just go. Like, it, yeah. it, Figment's time is up. Like, needs to leave. <laughs> I, I kind of agree. I think it's just, it's his time. Yep. And we'll probably get a lot of hate in the comments for this because there are, there's two <laughs> groups here. Yeah. There's like the, we love the Imagination Pavilion and everything yep. that it has to offer. And then there's like, this is old and tired and Annoying. we need to move on. Incredi- incredibly yeah. annoying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that song gets stuck in my head like, so badly but. yep all right so on our number one number one woo. all right i have universe of energy you kind of had me stole my glory yeah. from my top spot but that's all right uh yeah it's just uh you know like we kind of said it's such such a long attraction yep and it takes up so much of your day and it's just there's whole sections of that attraction that confuse me like there's the one part where you like pull in and there's like a radio going on and it's like talking to you and you're like in the pitch black and like all the guests are like very confused of what's happening um yeah i don't know i mean when i to be fair to the attraction when i do get pulled onto that by someone (laughs) uh do i leave like mad and upset that i had to ride it no it's not like it's not punishment but it's not like if you're coming like you said for a vacation you only have so much time it's just not worth it yeah and that's what this list is about really at the end of the day and that's it kind of to go back to what you were saying earlier on about um i forgot the name of the attraction now the uh lion king video oh the circle of life yeah circle of life that does a really bad job of trying to educate people because it's not entertaining Mm -hmm. i feel like um Ellen's Energy Adventure or Universe Energy, it's it's very entertaining. It's just so long. long. It's too long. It's yeah, like way too long. Yeah, it's. I know. I know. We've said it before, but on a vacation where you spend your time is incredibly important because it's limited, and this thing just will suck it all up. Like yeah. you, you, you could be doing so much more in that time. Like yeah. it's not worth it. Not worth it at all. My number one. I feel like it's. Uh, and again, it's personal, so a lot of people probably wouldn't have even heard of it, but um, Colotopia. Oh, yeah. And that's only very recently. So I've done this attraction before. I have not, so you'll have to tell me why okay. it's so bad. Okay, so I, the Colotopia, it's sponsored by, I believe, a paint company yeah, or some sort. Yeah, or something. Yeah, like that's that. it. And you, it's essentially an attraction you walk around. It's uh, somewhat educational, like you'll paint the screens. It's quite nice. The technology they've got in there is it's nice it's hosted by um the guy that plays phil dumphy mm. um his voice yeah, hosts it. so tybrell yeah yeah that guy he's a, a, you know very recognizable voice very mm-hmm. it's the attraction isn't i don't want to say it's it's not boring it's just not entertaining and the reason right now it's at number one is because those um where it's situated right now in the parks in the uh i forgot the names the two sides uh, the innovate interventions interventions yeah the uh, those two wings they're essentially being unused right now they've closed yep. them down they're not being used at all i think there's some sort of licensing thing with uh, whoever sponsors colotopia that yep. they have to keep it there because right now if you visit all of these wings are closed off and it looks like a construction site and then they've just kind of got this one attraction Little sitting cut out there. spot there. Yeah. yeah, and it just looks so sad. And for an attraction that's not kind of worth it, it's like you've just dressed this slightly probably below average attraction in this really bad frame. So now yeah. it's just like, you look at it, you're just like, ooh, you know, it's I'm not going like to do that. It's almost like the last store in an abandoned mall. 
Yes, that's a perfect yeah. way of putting yeah. it. It is. It's that mall that no one goes to anymore, and it's like, mm, you know, it's just clawing on with like. And there's like, just like a Sears at the end, and yeah. it's like, it seems like weird. Yeah, it's yeah. that's exactly it. Like when you walk in there, because you kind of remember what it used to be. Like I can remember what those areas yeah. were like when you had the. Um, uh, some of our thrills, some of our thrills the Kuka and, Robo yeah. Arm. yeah and that was a fun area to be in almost like a nice little surprise because a few people missed it like they didn't know it was yeah, there yeah right right um, and now to go in there and be like it's it's what, like a ghost town almost it's just what I sad. really hope happens is that eventually that does get Colortopia gets taken out yeah and then they can redo the entire thing mm. and I would love for it to be like um like a platform that you know Disney could have sponsors that have current technology. So like bring in cool. Apple and Samsung yep. and all the big like tech companies to show off like the latest technology because that would be such a good theming for Epcot and <laughs> kind of what it was meant Disney's, to be. <laughs> yeah, it'd be money for Disney to make. Yeah, so no, that's that's actually a really good idea. Yeah, I wonder what they're doing there because the other day um, Craig and I were camping out there to. Uh, record something and we had to wait in one spot for a long time and i seen this guy walk up um like dressed in clothes you wouldn't expect to see in a theme park and then mm. he pulled out his tape measure and i realized i was like oh you're an imagineer yeah, and yeah. he was like getting like all the measurements of the windows and stuff so it could just be something as simple as like a decal they're putting on the window <laughs> right now but you know i like to imagine and look into it too much so i'm hoping we do see something in the not too distant future with that area just there very cool all right, so I think that'll do it for uh, this series of the best and worst. Um, unless you have anything else to say? No, I'm just going to run down my list really quickly, oh, yeah. top yep, to yep. bottom. So um, number five was Mission Space. Number four was Ellen's Energy Adventure. Am I saying that right? I feel like I'm getting the Ellen's name. Ellen's Energy Adventure. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Because I call it a few different things. Well, some people call it Universe of Energy. Some yeah. People, yeah. I that's think Universe of Energy me. is like the name of the pavilion, but all that's in the oh, pavilion okay. is Ellen's Energy Adventure. Okay. All right. That makes sense. Then. I don't know. I feel Correct me if I'm wrong and tell me if I'm wrong in the comments. Yeah. <laughs> Number three was, and again, I apologize because I'm sure I'll get some hate, but the stores in the English pavilion, in the United Kingdom pavilion. Uh, number two, Figment, the awful purple dragon. And number one was Colotopia, just because it looks sad right now. <laughs> yeah. All right. So for my list, I have at number five, American Adventure. Number four, Mouse Gear. Number three, The Circle of Life. Number two, Electric Umbrella. And number one, Universe of Energy or Alan's Energy Adventure. But, yeah. Yeah. So uh, that'll do it for this episode of the Best and Worst. Um, thanks for watching and comment and subscribe.